0: (laughs) Okay, mic check done. Round two. Uh, So you're telling us about the coder lifestyle. You're you're (laughs) slovenly sitting in a hole coding.
1: Yeah, I uh, I'm really entering my like uh, girl boss women in STEM era, which does mean I haven't showered since Wednesday or uh, Tuesday. But um, (laughs) yeah, I uh, we are
0: acclimating to the culture yeah right? yeah I mean, you have to yeah, really
1: yeah. immerse your, it's like when you're learning a new language which coding you know programming languages when you're is learning a, language. a new language you have to immerse yourself in the culture to really get the full benefit so I, what i am going to be doing is um removing light bulbs from the rooms in my home and developing an adderall addiction i was going to
2: i was going to ask what your um what your preferred poison was. Are you a monster girl or a Red Bull girl? I am a
1: Red Bull girl, watermelon Red Bull specifically. Um, But if watermelon Red Bull is not available as it frequently isn't, I have the most disgusting trick um, in the world, which is to take a regular sugar-free Red Bull Mm
3: -hmm. and
1: add a few squirts of watermelon sugar-free Mio. Okay.
0: Does it taste good though? Like, are you just like, it, it, it like scratches an itch that but you, you know want me
1: good. to lie to you or do yeah. you want me to,
0: to be- I need the honest <laughs> truth because that's something I would do
1: I think for anyone who isn't on 200 milligrams of THC at the given time it's disgusting probably <laughs> if I had to guess um because it's not okay, like sugar-free okay. Red Bull tastes good in any capacity right. I like it See, okay, I, I do too. I but I've it. never seen anyone else be like, Oh yeah, I can't wait to wrap my lips around a frosty, sugar free Red Bull.
0: It's just I uh, that's my favorite it's one of my favorite drinks. I, I, I but I recognize that it's disgusting and I, I can't <laughs> I can't tell because I remember tasting it for the first time being like, This is disgusting. Yeah, it's a like conceptually
1: is- bad. But then
0: I just kept <laughs> drinking it and I don't and now now I love it and sometimes crave it. And I that's genuinely required. love
4: it. Yeah. It means it, like, it really I got much worse? my worse. <laughs> Is it really that much worse than like black coffee, though? You know, I mean, That's it's true. I, which I also love. Yeah, so I, I don't know. I've
1: been a black coffee gal, although I do now take it very, very creamy and sweet. Um, I'm getting I'm there too. I'm
4: I'm starting to make a switch. Yeah, I think. I've decided oh, really? that.
1: Like, I've proved that I'm cool and can drink black coffee and smoke a Marlboro Red, and now, mm. um, as I'm about to enter my 30s, spoiler alert: I turn 29 next month. Uh, or uh, in April, actually. I don't know what month it is. <laughs> <It's>,
0: <laughs> We're um, almost there. That's another uh, another coder thing. Yes.
1: So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, y- you can put in a ticket for it if you want me to know when the date is. <laughs> we'll get there. But, um, yeah, so now that I'm approaching my 30s, I've decided what I actually want is to live a life of joy. So instead of, like, <laughs> smoking weed out of, like, disgusting bongs and drinking black coffee and smoking Marlboro Reds, I've now moved into uh, a lovely little like cold brew with the Starbucks like uh, okay. white chocolate creamer okay. and my that's little like watermelon me, vapes and like little dab pens and edibles like I'm just doing more joyous comfortable ways to do the things that I've always well, done for
0: me, for me it's like I like my I like the hot coffee black like I, that's how I act. oh if it's hot
1: it. it has to be black yeah. okay I'm, I
0: don't okay because yeah, it doesn't it like when I, I tr- I've tried it again like drinking it with cream or, or sugar in it. It, it, it I actually don't like hot I coffee I don't
1: much. I don't like hot coffee but, with shit
3: but, in it. With,
0: yeah. but with but with but with a uh, cold brew and like mm-hmm. nitro cold brew, a little bit of milk and a bunch of uh, fake sugar in there—that's yeah, my shit. Yeah, that's it. that's a little tasty treat for the girls. Yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> that's our <laughs> thing. Mm-hmm. And Matt, Matt, you
3: uh,
1: you can appropriate Honorary. that. I'll allow. It. Yeah, thank
3: yeah. you. Okay. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I don't know, guys. I think I just like things that taste bad. Like, I think I just <laughs> genuinely enjoy things that, like, are awful. To wow, um, Matt,
1: I'm really sorry that she would say that about you <laughs> so publicly.
0: <laughs> it's, no, it's no secret. Um, <laughs> no, but actually, uh, Ashley and I went to uh, w- w- with a friend to get hot pot. And, of course, Ashley saw the vile things that you can order at the hot pot place, <laughs> which included... Uh, such items as uh, tripe pig. that look like spiders <laughs> and pig blood, just pig's pig blood, just big pig's blood. Just pig's and then,
1: blood uh, is good. It yeah, is good. Yeah.
2: And then uh, we got duck tongue too. I wanted oh, to get more tongues, disgusting yes. shit, but um, I've never
1: had duck tongue. But I, I, as the honorary bone podcast Mexican, I, I've had a lot of uh, of language, like beef tongue, and that shit is delicious. God
0: damn it's It's nothing like. Is it not? Duck tongue is like, (laughs) I don't know. It didn't taste bad. It actually did taste like duck, which I kind of, I don't know what I expected it to taste like, but I didn't expect it to taste. Yeah. Duck has like that kind of very specific flavor to it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And the duck tongue actually just tasted like duck, but it has a fucking sharp bone in the tongue. There's not a lot (laughs) of
2: meat. It's mostly just like a bone with like a thin
0: layer of
4: duck meat around it. It's like the tip of the wing that you cut off. It's, it's, it's kind of like the dick, except it's not a corkscrew. <laughs> <laughs> exactly
1: I love that they created like. a way to eat duck for people who hate themselves. That yeah. is amazing that they did that too. <laughs> <laughs> Like, do you like the flavor of duck, but think it's simply too easy? <laughs> <laughs>
0: we yeah. Um,
4: self-flagellation duck.
0: <laughs> they did come on little skewers, which I thought was kind of cool. Like the tongue was like skewed on it. So it looked like a little, it's presented very, um, Hor- horrifically, which is like how, <laughs> which is how you at the you you should straight up tongue to somebody, you know, like you don't yeah. put it it on a sh- stage. It should
4: be a little Cronenbergy at yeah, least. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying.
0: <laughs> yeah. right.
4: Yeah, but uh, yeah, it was I great. Could,
1: I could very much see Ashley being an absolute menace at the hot pot, though. <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: Well, she was like she wanted to order every vile thing on the yeah. on the menu. I was like, I was like, let's get some normal things also. <laughs> yeah. Let's get the normal things as well that. You know, everybody likes.
2: You got your cabbage and your beef. You're good.
0: I did get the cabbage. Yeah, I
2: love.
1: I love Ashley treating Matt at the hot pot like um like a child when you take them out for sushi. (laughs) Like, okay, here's your chicken teriyaki while the adults eat the fish. Cut up hot dogs.
3: (laughs) Oh, yay!
0: Make sure it's not touching the vegetables.
1: Um, I will say chicken nugget mac and cheese boyfriend and like, uh, like duck, duck tongue, tongue pigs pigs <laughs> blood girlfriend is a, like a classic combo though. A classic combo. Uh,
0: no, I you know I'm they're not you're not doing me justice. I do I I partook of some of the gross stuff. I'm just yeah. not as like eager to eat every yeah. vile thing just to eat it. You know. <laughs> I don't, Some need en- I
2: don't need to enjoy my food. It's okay. I just do it for the experience. I like horrible textures and, like, weird tastes, and it's just, you know. Oh, man, life you, know those,
1: um, you know those gym bro guys who have developed that very specific type of gym bro anorexia? Um, how they, like, they won't season their food because they believe that, oh, like, yeah. if uh. you season your food, you're making it pleasurable and therefore not body fuel Mm-hmm. Like that's what Ashley's doing, but in like a net negative way. <laughs> unseasoned <laughs> yeah, boiled. Yeah, thin. yeah, but
0: it, but it's just like they just eat like bull testicles, like yeah. unseasoned. They just <laughs> boil them, and they're just like. <clears throat>
1: yeah, Ashley's taken that concept to its furthest logical conclusion, yes, yeah. which is why she's gonna be in shape forever. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Welcome to another episode of The Suck. We're, we're back again. We technically skipped a week um, because, you know, yeah, yeah, well, we did, uh, I think um, we released another episode, but it had been previously recorded. Mm-hmm. Oh. But recording-wise, we skipped one because, to be honest, I couldn't take, uh, I couldn't record that last week. I think most of us couldn't. Mm-hmm. Um, because we had, uh, you know, we, we had done an episode where we spoke about him before, but Everett Byram has passed away, unfortunately, hmm. and um, it was uh, kind of shop- shocking, I guess, because I don't think anybody saw that coming, especially the way that he passed. Yeah, um, yeah, it was pretty pretty yeah. devastating. I know I felt uh, kind of guilty about it because um, he, you know, I kind of I did a call out post uh, about some of his really shitty behavior, which had, it had gotten um, pretty shitty. I mean, he was like saying all kinds of awful uh, transphobic shit. He was, I don't know. He's saying all kinds of like, he was saying he was going to kill the LGBT or like not kill them, but like uh, destroy them. I think he was saying in so many words or exactly those words. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, uh,
1: yeah, Oh, sorry.
4: Turn. Yeah. I think, you know, it, sort of turns out that things things are complicated uh Mm -hmm. with people (laughs) Mm -hmm. um and i mean and just to piggyback that literally i i had shared your post and gotten into like a little fight with him in the you know comments of of that um yeah,
0: which that, that was like the last straw for me. I, I after I saw that, I, I went yeah. off. I, I was texting with him and I was like, you know, I sent him a screenshot and I was like, you know, what, dude, fuck you. I
1: th- I think like, we, we all felt you. a little protective of Willow in that moment, for sure. <laughs> mm-hmm.
3: oh, yeah. I, I
0: mean, it, Appreciate you. guys. Un, it was uncalled for. I mean, it was, I mean, all of it was fucking uncalled for. But yeah. I mean, it, it just was so strange. It was like it was it was just the whole thing was so
4: bizarre. Yeah. Yeah. And right. I mean, I, 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 I get the impression that that, you know, for people who knew him, you know, for years that that wasn't representative of like who he was.
2: Yeah.
4: And it sucks. It, it, yeah. just, it just sucks that that was sort of the, the record of, of him online for the last, uh, you know, however many months. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I tried probably more
0: than I, I get, I don't know when I say more than I should have, but I tried a lot with him, and because like, we were on friendly terms, I was, I was friends with him. I never actually met him in real life. I almost did a couple times, but it just didn't work out. Um, <clears throat> and honestly, like my experience with him was pretty mixed. Um, sometimes he's a real prick to me. Uh, other times he was very nice and uh, extremely supportive and, and kind. Yeah. And uh, I don't know, I mean, I, it was only after he doubled down, tripled down on being just a homophobic or a transphobic piece of shit. And I mean, he he, he was texting me all kinds of just really weird stuff, um, like contradicting himself a lot. And he, and looking back, it ended up being like, you know, he was having like a, uh, a mental health crisis. Um, and I'm not going to, you know, it doesn't, doesn't excuse his behavior, but it certainly, it certainly puts it in, in perspective, you know, and people lash out in different ways. Um,
1: yeah, I would say, um, as I said, when, when we had kind of, um, you know, you know, regrouped about this and discussed it a little, I, I don't particularly, given that I truly did not really know him in any actual capacity, uh, beyond, whatever kind of very surface level view of a person you can get through social media i i don't particularly feel comfortable making like statements about the the situation directly about him but what i can say in a more general sense in my opinion is that and i've been very guilty of of this sort of like well i've had mental health health issues and i've had substance abuse issues and i never did this or that and I, I've been guilty of that because it's so easy to do that, especially when you sure. don't like a person and you feel righteous and justified in, in that. But, but mental health and substance abuse is so person to person makes you into a different person. You could go back into my past uh, within the last... Well, it's been about five years now, but you could go. If you go any farther than that, you're going to run into some shit that, like, maybe you don't like me so much after that. Hmm. Um, Because addiction really does. I mean, it quite literally physically rewires your brain in many ways. Uh, I have said and done really horrible things to people who have been nothing but kind and loving and supportive to me. Some of those bridges are burned. Some of them I was able to rebuild. But I was lucky that my shit wasn't public. I wasn't depending on being online for an income, supporting a family, anything like that. Right. All of my horrible shit, I get to hide away and it was never broadcast to anyone. I have that luxury and privilege and he did not. And and I think standing... From, you know, 6,000 miles away over a computer screen and saying, well, I would have done this, this, and this differently. It's fucking meaningless. It's masturbatory. It's it's, it's bullshit. And I don't think that you can apply your, whatever your situation is to anybody else's. Um, because I, I didn't do a lot of things, but I did do a lot of things. And I, I don't know that anyone, especially, and it's been really disappointing to see other addicts do it. Uh, it, it I don't. It's just. It's very frustrating. It's very disappointing. And we fucking know better. Every single one of us knows better. And I don't want to be like a scold. I'm not your teacher tisking you, but like you, you do fucking know better. You do, and you can act. You can act like you do. And that's that's basically my biggest issue with it. Is like, if you've been through this on your end, and you're weaponizing again, weaponizing it against someone who, especially now, has passed away. go do some work on yourself figure your own shit out because you you fucking know better i had to do that for this um i i had to really reflect on the things that i had done the things that i had shared with people without having full information um and i was disappointed in myself and i came away from that disappointed in myself and you have to just be a human um and I th- I think um that's something we maybe all kind of wanted to discuss a little bit is like humanity online. <laughs> Even when someone sucks, you can still be a person about it. Um and I and I think maybe that's a, a conversation worth having. Sorry yeah. I shunted uh-huh. for so long. <laughs> no
3: no uh,
0: that's true. And I, I wanted to actually wanted to segue into that, so I'm glad you brought it up. Um but yeah, I mean I had I had to uh a- a- after like a day of after he passed. I had to deactivate Facebook because I just couldn't um, take, like, just, th- like, look, uh, I get it, and I'm definitely guilty of, um, of like, making crass jokes when people pass away. I try to reserve that mostly for people that are, like, genuinely fucking evil and have really reprehensible and horrible impact on the world. People like like Rush Limbaugh and stuff like that. Yeah. I, I I don't, may, may he rock You're your Kissinger's, you your, yeah, your yeah, Queen yeah. of
1: England's. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah,
0: but... Yeah. Everett was not Rush Limbaugh. Everett was a guy who made pretty funny fart jokes and jokes about his balls online. So, <laughs> uh, you know, uh, yes, he, 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 he had a really, I mean, he, like I said, he doubled, tripled down on a lot of really horrible things, and he said some really bad stuff, and he treated some people like shit. But, like, to watch everybody, like so many people, yeah. just having an absolute field day, with and just and just making things up. I, I mean, because I knew what really happened. You know, or at least I had heard from reputable mm-hmm. people that actually knew what was going on. What What had happened? And people just said all, uh, like, I mean, we were just making shit up. They were saying yeah. that he abused his wife, that he was threatening yeah. to kill her. None of that's true. The whole no. stabbing. None shit. of it's true. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he yeah. had he
4: had a knife to her throat and all no. this stuff. Okay. It's like what. Where did you get that I've from? F- <laughs> I've seen
1: <laughs> fake police reports. uh, Jesus. uh or, or, well, not, like, well-faked, but just, like, literally a screenshot of, like, a Word document with the caption, like, the police report has been released. Like, wait, people were fucking doing that shit? Yeah. On Twitter.
2: Oh, my God, man.
0: What fucking fuck? horrible. Even Drill made a really au- ugly joke about, about uh, Everett, which, like, yeah. honestly, Everett probably would have liked, but... <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you know, I, I I don't know. It was just really ugly, and and you know the other thing was that like anybody who showed any remorse or kindness or just like, yeah, a, hey man, it sucks that you know. Think of his kids. And the stuff people were seeking these people out and being awful to them, horrible yeah. the people that are hurting over this very real thing that happened, uh, the I... person that they personally knew.
4: Yeah. And I mean, I saw like people like making like, like grandstanding oh my people, God, yeah. people whose, whose opinions I respect, like doing posts about how, like, I, I'm hearing nothing about, uh, you know, Bri, Brianna gay, uh, you know, and this is, uh, you know, a trans girl who, who was killed. And meanwhile, everybody is so sad about this, this fake Facebook comedian, or it's like, think for one second before (laughs) these two things are completely separate. I think people have this real tendency now to wrap everything up into like one neat little thing that's fucked up. So it's like, well, all we need to fix things is for you to stop mourning this guy because he said some transphobic things. And what we need to do is put all that energy into, you know, fixing Uh, like fixing the Ohio train disaster or something like people have these like trains of thought that uh, no pun intended, but like (laughs) people have these trains of thought that don't make any fucking sense and seeing them play out is, is as unreal as what it's at least as unreal to me as, as, as seeing what happened with Everett, you know, over the last And and here I am, I'm like making connections where they don't exist, but like when it got to the point of somebody telling his, his widow, you know, she comes in, she comes in to some shitty post that's telling lies about how he was abusive or whatever and says, I'm asking you as his widow to stop, to stop spreading lies and they they come at her with like a with with a dunking on her now. And it's like yeah, just just disgusting behavior. Now
1: that I didn't witness, but but had a, I mean that's disgusting.
0: I, I, that's, I saw that's people
1: lower than like you did, I, you you've you've lost any like trace of being a person if you well, are dunking real. on a this grieving widow. That's just dis- you are a disgusting person.
0: <clears throat> I saw I saw people saying multiple people would say. They were like they were like proud of this. They would be like, I don't I wouldn't, I'm not donating to his his GoFundMe. I, I don't give money to the children and wife of a I, fucking transphobe. I deleted what is that. What's wrong bitch. with you? What's yeah. wrong with your fucking brain? Fuck That's that, weird. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with it's you? Fun. If you don't You're wanna donate,
4: if you don't Just wanna don't donate, donate, yeah, exactly. Just, you You're don't a have good say person
0: anything. because you didn't give them money. <laughs> fuck you. Like what the fuck is that? It's his kids are fucking two. They're not even two. I'm pretty sure. And yeah. fucking insane. It's it's what what really
1: gets me is that this isn't inherent to the Everett situation. Oh no, this has either. happened at least three times that I can think of within the last week with people receiving partial information through like a Twitter rumor mill, absolutely fucking running with it, going insane causing harm to innocent bystanders with zero thought and just like i don't want to say getting away with it because i don't think there should be like an agency that's prosecuting these people but like there's just no like it's it's like you just do it and then you just move on and then everyone who you've then harmed has to just like it's their fucking problem now mm-hmm. because you had to get a sick fucking dunk in to all what 3,000 followers of yours. Very cool. You, you rule, man. <laughs> it's
4: awesome. Like a, like a panopticon, uh, w- made of clowns. <laughs> <laughs> clown opticon clown, there you go
1: the the honking uh, the honking echoes through the through the halls of my nightmares um but like it's it just it keeps happening like it happened um with with keffles and and I feel more comfortable discussing yeah. keffles because there's no one grieving keffles right now because she's still right. alive so um I I think, I don't know how much you guys keep track of Keffels or care about Keffels. <laughs> not much
4: anymore because I I didn't real like I I was just like I, I'm off. Yes, yeah. train. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's yeah. that's good point. for you.
3: I'm proud. I only know about
0: her because of what the recent events with like the. Yeah, I didn't the,
2: know who she was insanity.
0: either.
1: Yeah, she she had a similar uh, tra- trajectory of. Um, hey, this person is saying some pretty fucked up things that don't seem to align with who they have presented themselves to be in the past. Um, Of course, Twitter loves that, had a field day with it. And then, so I actually have a huge problem with how the whole Keffelsing went down, um, specifically because, and I'm not going to name the name, um, but the uh, there was a person who had gotten into a feud with Keffels, dug around a little bit, or had um, I believe received maybe a, a message from one of Keffels' friends saying, hey, she is suffering from addiction currently. Can you please, you know, sh- you're going to have to kind of be the bigger one here because she's in a position where she literally can't be because of addiction, blah, 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 whatever. Um, and the person who received that message posted the details of that publicly and and say and um use some language that like not directly but like, uh, I believe called her a fucking cokehead and fucking drug addict with like this very like tone of like disgust. Um, and then people again just ran with it, just made shit up and and ran with it and uh, decided like, oh, well, because we don't like keffels. And because Keffels is an addict, now we can just make fun of addicts, and it, we're being cool and woke and progressive by doing this. Yeah, because it, it was again.
4: So it's just tying everything see. into one. It's like, well, yeah. you know, I've seen some addicts lately do some problematic shit. So you know what? I guess addicts are bad again.
1: Yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> maybe maybe
4: uh, they yeah. were right to 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 you know and <laughs> <laughs> fuck off.
1: Um. I'm gonna I'm gonna pull up the tweet, um, but a a friend of mine on Twitter who um, who is I'm so sorry I'm trying to actually find this tweet mm-hmm. while I'm talking. Um, but uh, a friend of mine on Twitter, uh, Hottie Pants. If any of you are familiar, yeah, with, yeah, uh, Pants. Yeah. yeah, we we love Hottie Pants. He's great. Um, he friend had of yeah, fr- <laughs> friend of the pod. Yeah, uh, friend friend of the pod, Matt. Matt hottie pants Uh, (laughs) um, at at punished pants, if you're curious. Um, But he had what I (laughs) thought was a a pretty, um, pretty poignant um, couple things to say. And he said with a lot of things, people on the left surface level acknowledge are wrong. They still hire or they still harbor prejudices that come out when it's somebody bad because they feel like them being bad makes it fine. Like, as as he said, ultimately, making fun of an addiction reveals what you actually think about it. Um, and so that that those were his words. And and to expand on that, like yeah, it's there. There are all these things. Cop shooting people is bad. Making fun of addicts is bad. Unless <laughs> like it's, yeah, yeah, this little yeah. loophole right. where they get to still engage with these really gross beliefs that they're still holding without yeah. accountability or without having to reckon with the just total lack of logical symmetry between what they're saying they believe and what they're actively doing yeah and it's been yeah. just really disappointing to see that in action over and over and over this week
4: it's very well it's a brittle like i think it, it's a it's a brittle system of of like ethical of ethics right when you you build up sort of this like dogmatic way of looking at everything where it's like well you know workers <laughs> i think there's a lot of this like on the <laughs> left it's like you know you gotta you got the workers i'm always siding with the workers and you know the the and that you're putting these people into categories but then you start to get down to this like like sort of like fractal level where you're like, "Ah, I don't know where to put the addicts and I don't know where to put the uh, you know, the 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 people that that uh, you know, do problematic things as a result of their addiction, which is just so rare. I don't know what to do with these people. What do I do?" <laughs> and it's I think people really just don't have the ability to to make decisions about like Mm-hmm. how how they feel about things that happen anymore and it's like and i and i'm not saying this is a problem with 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 uh you know leftist politics it's it's a problem with with anyone who has a a, a rigid sort uh-huh. of dogmatic way of 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 treating the people around them mm-hmm. it um, seems like um people like it almost like the they'll like the joy
0: of being able to just hate and be as the worst version of yourself as you possibly can will tr- yeah. will always trump any kind of like idea ideology the or unbelief. like, or just yes. like, or, or principles that you have, wh- whatever they may be like, because yeah. it's just so enjoyable to be fucking terrible. And I, evil.
1: I think what I would say is, and, and I'm going to be speaking directly about the left because that's, that's what I'm immersed in. I don't know what's going on on the right. I assume you guys have all got your own fucked up <laughs> shit over there. That's not my business. I don't care.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but on, on the left, what I see a lot is young, young. If you are a young person whose idea of leftism has been formed online, um, or or via theory, or or anything like that, where you haven't had a real opportunity to, to organically develop an ideology based on real community interaction and experience, you don't know how to apply those principles in the face of conflicting feelings or... Or anything outside of like a normal, like you know what I mean. Like yeah. if you if you didn't develop it that way, it's very unlikely you're going to be able to apply <laughs> your ideology in a in a real and consistent way. Right. And I think that's what we're seeing the consequences of here is people who have come to leftism through these very like static, uh, rigid frameworks that are given on on twitter or whatever where it's very black and white and there is no nuance and there is no real community development of coherent ideology and so it just becomes the, and it just becomes a house of cards that collapses when oh well i i i like trans people and i like addicts but the addict is being mean to trans people, so what side do I choose? Like, you don't have a real framework for that built into your right. ideology.
0: <laughs> and, it's and it's also because you want to signal to everybody else. I mean, people, the, word, the, yeah. the term virtue signaling is, is overused and often misused. But, like, there is a lot of that element of just, like, when you're online, you want to t- to tell your in-group. You want, yeah. you want to cash in as much of the social currency as you can. Not cash in, but, like, gain social currency yeah. by just being... What by whatever means is necessary, and the easiest way is to find somebody who did, who had wrong mm-hmm. think, r- justified or not, and just <laughs> fucking, and just go go to town on yeah. it. Yeah, it really that's feels, always going to score your points.
2: Yeah, and it really does feel like people were just like waiting for any excuse. Oh my to god, to just be yeah. fucking awful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and, and yeah, like I, I, I need like. to pause here yeah. and
1: say I'm not absolving myself of my own. Uh, involvement in that behavior. Oh, I'm a have hateful been that person. No, oh,
4: no, me neither. I have yeah, been I, that person
1: a million times over, and I'm sure there's someone else's grieving widow that I've hurt dearly.
4: Yeah.
1: And I'm I'm, not- I'm
4: definitely a part of this as well. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I, I think it's important to say that I can sit here and talk down to everyone, but I am also I've been that person too. And I'm I'm not saying that I'm better or enlightened in any way, but I, I can say that I've in the face of this, reevaluated a lot of the behavior that I've exhibited online, and come away really disappointed with myself. And I think yeah, I th- maybe a few other people should try that process too.
0: <laughs> well, you know, I mean, it's for me, it's also like, I, look, I, I've I've noticed this, and I think I mentioned it previously that, like, this was the Everett thing was kind of like the last straw because I I would constantly see this behavior online and especially like with the like the Facebook shitposting community that I'm most familiar with. Like just so many of those people are just, they like people that I like and respect and really, and really think a lot, very highly of, um, they just, they're always, it seems like we're always looking for an excuse to just be as shitty as a fucking can at any given time. And just, and to just relish and just fucking, and just like unload all your hate onto this one person like it's a scapegoat. There's so much else going on there that you need to like and I see it these people that are like uh, re- that seem like good people that are have like, you know, the correct opinions on things, but you know, some the person who said something uh 6 months ago and they're they pass away. It's time it's a free for all. It's time to just fucking Pat, you know, just let's lay the fuck into him, and also let's be shitty to anybody who doesn't think that. Because if, of course, if you're upset about this person dying, you're endorsing all of their behavior. Yeah, ever, forever that they've ever done.
1: Right.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know. and it's like
1: not- I, I can even say like it's not that I'm grieving Everett in any real way. Um, yeah, I, yeah but I he's just like one of him. I didn't you know, know him, you know. Right, but like right, right. right. just in general, I, I can still say that like. Hey, we can be people still like I you don't have to to agree with the or I mean, you don't even have to feel particularly strong. I think it it also comes down to you don't need a take. You don't need to have a take. Right, Um, It is perfectly okay to see something kind of maybe vaguely disagree with it, but it's not very important to you because maybe you didn't know this person and maybe only developed a parasocial relationship with them online. You don't have to have a take about their death. No one's no one's beating your door down with a microphone. It's fine. Right.
2: I did not wake up that day and oh god, I hope I see some memes about this guy dying immediately. Yeah. The oh second god. the second that it fucking happened.
0: But look, if you are going to have a take and you you probably shouldn't, please be funny. If you're not funny, just don't fucking do it. it look, please <laughs> Everybody if if, so if funny, I die and and you, and you yeah. need to make a take, just please Make it funny. I, yeah. I except the, the low hanging fruit of just the same three stupid ass jokes over and over again about this person dying. Yeah, it's still it's so stupid. It's embarrassing. Yeah, yeah, for
1: you. Yeah, you're gonna <laughs> for real. be mean. You gotta be funny. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Um, you got. If you're gonna be mean, great. you gotta
0: be funny. Gotta be funny. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, it's true.
1: That that even I mean, it's part of this like everyone wants everyone is a content creator now and everyone is like i i I need to make the content i'm i i need i and it's like reducing these very real world situations to content it's 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 right yeah
3: it's
2: very much contributing
1: to the lack of humanity everybody's like
2: clamoring over each other to make the first shitty joke that Mm -hmm. like yeah yeah
1: yeah and like it's, I get it man, Facebook pays me. I want to I want to I want to get my little I want to get my little people like me tokens too. But like you're not gonna be you gotta the, think. the next big internet star on the back of uh yeah. the shittiest pun about milk you've ever made. It's not gonna <laughs> happen. You you've got to you've got to get a little realistic. And I I even had a post about this recently that, like, it is very pathetic to see um, grown adults with actual jobs getting upset about things like engagement numbers and, like, just be a person. Stop caring. You are not going to make a million dollars on the internet. It's not going to happen for you, babe. I'm not going to play in the WNBA. Sorry. Like, just... (laughs) And if if the steps to the WNBA involved shitting all over grieving widows and their children, maybe that path isn't actually worth taking to begin with. it's just I don't I don't know I I've been very frustrated and disappointed this whole week. Basically, it's,
4: well that's the thing. It's like you said, you put it very well. Like I'm I'm also you know not somebody who was like close to this person, and in fact I had a. a an antagonistic sort of parasocial run-in with them near the end. And that's about it. Um, But while, you know, while I don't, I don't have any place like grieving him. I, it does feel like the slow death of, (laughs) of our collective humanity is, is just like rapidly. Yeah accelerating um and and i I hate to be that way like like you said i'm not like i'm not trying to be a scold yeah i i i just think it might behoove us all to sort of think for at least 10 15 seconds before we we speak or act online especially
1: yeah that's Um, that's the thing i'm not your mother i'm not the police I don't actually care what you do, but I think if you are this person and you are gleefully engaging in this behavior in about a year or two, you're not going to like what you're doing. You are going to feel the way that I felt this week and you're going to end up in a similar position or you're going to keep being that person and you're going to alienate a lot of fucking people and it's going to suck for you. Not for cool. me. I'm not the one who's going to have to deal with the consequences of you being a shitty person on the internet. That's you. I don't give a shit. You do what you want. I'm not telling you what to do. I'm telling you what the the conclusions that I've come to that I think you'll end up coming to if you think about this critically for 45 more seconds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. I, I did want to read. Um, so so uh, Kim went to Everett's funeral in L.A. And she asked if... Uh, I could read um, a short statement that she has regarding Mm -hmm. him, which um, she also said that they all sang All Star by Smash Mouth at the (laughs) funeral, which is pretty funny, and I think Everett would probably have liked that quite a bit. Um, All right, so this is from, from Kim Bertrand. I met Everett during the darkest years of my life. His friendship and support during that time is one of the reasons I pulled through. At his funeral, I heard dozens of people share a similar story. He was profoundly good to the people he loved, especially when nobody was watching. Being in a room full of people with nothing but positive things to say about him was so refreshing and healing. I felt my weight—I felt the weight of my anger towards his critics gradually dissipate. Everett was a deeply sensitive person who sometimes lashed out and hurt uh, when criticized, especially in the last year of his life as his struggles reached their peak. Speaking to his other friends and family has given me so much clarity on what he was going through. Day after day, as he gave so much of himself to make people laugh, he taught me how to develop my own comedic voice by embracing the silliest, dumbest, most childish side of myself. And I wish I could have done the same uh, for him that he did for me. So, quite a nice statement from Kim. Uh, she was she was probably the closest with him mm-hmm. of any of us. Um, Thank you, on. Kim. Thank and you. Hopefully, Kim. she'll be on soon. Um, Anyway, uh, I, unless anybody has anything else to say about that, I, I guess we'll wrap it up there. And then uh, I wanted to talk about uh, the Dilbert guy. Yeah, I mean, oh, I, God. I, think,
1: I think I've said it all that I'm uh, qualified and <laughs> in, in a position to say, so.
4: I, 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 yeah, I, I just, I, I do want to, you know, I do want to acknowledge that, li- like you said at the beginning, you know, we... Uh, what six, seven, eight months ago, whatever it was, did do that episode where mm-hmm. we we basically just shit talked him. Mm-hmm. So if yeah, you yeah, want to hear that. Go on, it. go on back and listen to it. You yeah, know, please. But
0: <laughs> um, yeah. So anyway, um, I'll probably put the GoFundMe in the uh, yeah. as a link in the in the episode for uh, yeah. Everest family. Yeah, and if you don't want
1: to donate, I don't want to fucking hear it.
0: Yeah, just don't donate.
4: Just yeah, go go
1: learn a skill instead. I don't give a shit. Call your mom, mm. make a meal. <laughs> yeah, no,
4: they're Not they're, they're uh, the, from last I checked, they're still a little short of the goal. So you know, every little bit helps. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um. So anyway,
0: uh, the Dilbert guy is back again in the news. This time for probably the worst reason yet, which is, <laughs> which is pretty impressive. Um, yeah. I couldn't believe this when I when I first saw it because I thought it was fake. I thought it was like a, yeah. a someone you know like a deep fake or something like that because it seems so surreal. But
3: mm-hmm. it is
0: quite literally a stream that the Dilbert guy does, which he he, he streams. He regularly streams. He's like sure. his own podcast where he just great rant. idea, great yeah. Idea. Um, and uh, it is just uh, it's just him saying that white people need to self-segregate away from black people and that they're not worth, quote, saving and that we just need to go our separate ways and that uh, black people don't want help and they d- and any kindness towards a black person by a white person is, uh,
4: is just futile and should not be uh, to, done. To be Can fair, it, <laughs> if I were, you know, not a white person... If I were me, even, I wouldn't <laughs> want Scott Scott Adams to, to reach out
0: to me <laughs> no. no,
4: or help me. So he does have sort of a, a, a point that he's projecting Very to the entire world. Specifically about him. Yeah. Yes. Yeah.
1: I have an interesting perspective on this, and that is that I am a frequenter of the publicly available PPP loan information. If we're talking about who is worth saving um, and Scott Adams Creative in 2021 did receive a PPP loan – two PPP loans, excuse me, uh, totaling $23,000. Um, and so maybe Dilbert wasn't worth saving. Have we considered that? <laughs> Have we considered that Scott Adams Creative was maybe not worth saving even at the low, low price of $23,000? Well,
0: <laughs> his second wife recently left him, so – um Good well, apparently her.
1: their marriage didn't need saving either. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
1: She's self-segregating from him. <laughs> yeah, he says white people should get the fuck away from black people. Uh, Mrs. Adams said, I am getting the fuck away from Scott.
0: <laughs> to the kids.
1: I, I liked the part
2: where he called the entire race of people a hate group. He yeah, said, hate He group. said black hate people group. are a hate group. Uh-huh.
4: Yeah, that's the next level. Like when people started saying that you know we, the, the Black Lives Matter should be classified as a terrorist organization, I didn't think you could really get more vile than that. And right. As always, Scott Adams manages <laughs> comes to... comes through for us.
2: Yeah.
0: What well, the the best part about this for me is that like because this is like very much a symptom of him being like a rich old white guy who lives it who is social media addicted but uh-huh. like and so he just feeds himself like right wing propaganda all the time he's he's a well known like libertarian type yeah you know? yeah. and so he's just like doing this because and you know it, you know it's exactly that because it was like one poll that set him off it was like one poll <laughs> that yeah. like and and the question was like um it was 53% of black people agree the phrase it's okay to be white uh is a hate slogan which it, it is. is yeah it is. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> What the fuck? It's like what, what like you you want this. You want you you were waiting for the next thing to 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 hit you that was going to set you off on this racist tirade. Mm-hmm. It's, it's always how you felt at least for several years, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Complete joke. Hate this guy.
1: I just <laughs> I can never get over the cognitive dissonance between who Scott Adams is online and then the actual fucking Dilbert comic. <laughs> yeah, they're so they're so
0: <laughs> innocuous, it's right? Fucking, like it's just it like you think like a, a feckless time. liberal would be writing it, and it's, then you yeah, him, it's it's
2: not like not, like, not um, towards the end. It started no, yeah, to get no, like weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I don't yeah, know yeah, if you read them weird. <laughs> no, yeah, <laughs> no. I certainly yeah, did. Got <laughs> dry. I, I, I read them. Yeah. It's bad. Yeah, there's a black guy who's like I identify as white, like that kind of shit.
1: Jesus. Yeah, it's just like it's not. I mean, there are so many cartoons that this would make sense for it, like. Uh, that shit dry bones with the dog who's like uh Zionist dog um, and then uh, what, what's the what's the other one uh,
4: family circus <laughs>
0: that would make more sense there's like not a single black person in that entire comic for like 50 yeah, yeah. years <laughs>
1: Um, I, I mean, Dry Bones is the only one that is is coming up now. That one and the the duck, uh, spe- oh, uh whatever yeah. one has the duck, Mallard Fillmore. Is that what I'm thinking of? So- um, sounds, sounds right. correct. Yeah, uh, like those cartoons make sense. I mean, Dry Bones is literally like there. There is a a Dry Bones strip that is literally just like ah this guy hates israel i wonder why he hates the jews like that's literally the entire strip and then the dog is just like labeled like uh globalism or whatever (laughs) like it's it's an insane strip but like that i would look at that and be like yes that is a scott adams cartoon but then yeah. you look at Dilbert Scott and it's like... Adams w-
4: ex Ben Garrison.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. But then you look at Dilbert and it's like, I went to the help desk and I screwed up customer service on purpose. And you're like, oh, Dilbert. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then it's just Scott Adams railing against the concept of black people in general. And you're like, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> a wire got crossed.
4: <laughs> yeah. I I do feel like a, a lot of creatives brains seem to be uh a little more chaotic than they used to be or or something but i think it's it's more just that everybody has access all the time to you know yeah uh, you know (laughs) broadcast being able to broadcast themselves and being able to you know it intercept those broadcasts it's like
1: yeah, that's the thing is I think Scott Adams has probably always been a little bit psycho. It's just that he didn't I, have a Twitter. Yeah.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: yeah.
0: <laughs> or does, social media 24-7 it. Just, it, just melting yeah. his brain further and further. Yeah. He, he's like a lot of boomers, honestly. He's just, yeah. He just has – he's high profile because he's the fucking doper guy. Right? Yeah.
1: <laughs> and I mean – I'm a meaner more reactionary knee-jerk person now than I was probably before I was on Twitter 19 hours a day for Um, sure so I get it but like I don't know the Dilbert dissonance just gets me it's something just so (laughs) insane I can't handle it uh
4: yeah it's like if the uh the creator of blues clues was like uh uh I got nothing. Sorry. <laughs> uh,
1: the the creator of uh, Blue's Clues has a hardline anti-immigration stance.
0: <laughs> he's like a true nationalist socialist. Blue's a dude. They can too. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Just get the way. Get the fuck away from blue people. <laughs> Just stay away. Do whatever you have to do. Just get away from them. There's no fixing this.
1: Uh, The the blues clues the blues clues immigration officers. We just got a warrant. We just got a warrant. warrant. Wonder who it's for.
0: They just uh, shoot blue as they come to the door. Oh, my God.
1: Oh, they're doing a no-knock raid on, no on knock salt, raid. pepper, and paprika.
4: <laughs> paprika, because that's a an ethnic name. Yeah, they, they do, yeah. They, they certainly did have ethnicities.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: oh, my
2: God.
0: Um. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, I also wanted to... So, Ashley and I saw Skinnamarink.
1: Same. Same. Yeah, um, I still
0: haven't. Okay. Uh um, it didn't hit for me. It didn't yeah. hit for me. It didn't hit for me.
2: You that's it's a lot of looking at corners of the house.
0: You got a good look at a lot of the corners of the house. Yeah. Okay.
1: I think Skinimerring would have been an absolutely 10 out of 10 amazing horror movie had it been 30 minutes shorter.
2: <laughs> at, least. <laughs> at, least. at least. At least, yeah. yeah.
1: I, because I loved the vibe. I loved the I loved the um the story. I I don't want to ruin things for Willow, so I'm having to um uh talk around it. But I, I I think the uh the the metaphor of of what happened uh hit for me in a really good way. I just think it was really I'll message you after Ashley I see you making a face. Yeah
2: I was like what's the metaphor? I <laughs> yeah all right.
1: um and so I uh I, I think it hit for me. I think the vibe hit. I love seven. I love film grain.
0: Yeah, that was really nice. That was a cool part. Yeah, the yeah. The, the way the the editing the was really cool. Yeah.
2: yeah,
1: And I will say, um, this is. I, I mean, it is probably a movie that should be watched in theaters. But I watched it with like full over ear headphones,
0: mm, mm, and it, that, oh, that yeah.
1: soundscape and like just the audio engineering, fuck it. Hits. It's so good. Yeah. It kind of um, has
0: to for a movie like that. Or, or yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. It, I'll it was definitely very, watch
4: it like that. I think.
1: Yeah, it's a it, turn all your lights off, get the good headphones on, and I mm-hmm. think it's it's a it's a really good experience. But it it just it did uh, it it could have been it could have been tighter. Could have been cut a little. <laughs> um,
4: How long is it?
1: Not even very long. It's just that no. it, it's it not feels a long. story yeah. that lends itself well to uh any any overtime at all um
0: sure yeah there's, there's a lot of sp- time spent like building up tension to the point where it's almost just kind of like deflates over time i don't yeah. know how to describe mm-hmm. it you, you'll see what, what, what maybe you'll see what i mean maybe you will love it i right?
1: mean tension mm-hmm. building does have a um you know diminishing returns you can only you can only edge for so long before like coming isn't that good
4: Right,
1: um, and like so i guess goons it's,
4: love this film <laughs> goon of a film gooners
1: it, it is it is only an hour and 40 minutes and so what i'm thinking now is that it could have been a short film it could have been a yeah kid, could like, have been an uh, hour added, it could have been, added, added could have been added
4: added like that trip. winnie the pooh movie that they did
1: yeah 10 yeah. years
4: ago or something you can do an hour-long film fuck yeah. it
1: I am I'm, I'm one for shorter shorter film times in general. I think the era of the 3-hour movie needs to fucking die.
4: <laughs> Except for I, Dune.
1: Yeah, I no. I still didn't see it and I still haven't read it either. Um
4: well, We got to uh, get on that. We got to get on that just I
1: I yeah, I really do. <sighs> <It's> good. good. <sighs> um, you could
0: wait for the second one cuz I think that's coming out in September. So you mm-hmm. you could like watch it like shortly before yeah. you know and then maybe get that's like what a, i
1: do when a new yeah. tv season is about to drop i, okay. I start that might re-watch. be the move
0: then yeah, yeah um
1: and speaking of tv remind me when i'm finished making my point that i have a tv show we all need to discuss even though none of you have seen it um hell yeah but uh what i was gonna say is i think at this point in time if you have a movie where the runtime is over 90 minutes i need you to submit an essay to the MPAA (laughs) detailing and applying for a time extension
4: additional time extension you
1: you need to explain why this movie needs to be over 90 minutes
4: I think David Lynch would would finally would finally lose it over that you know I think that would be his moment to sort of you know bust loose and
1: yeah um I just I, I can't do every movie doesn't need to be two and a half hours. I I yeah. cannot care about most of the stories being told for that long.
4: Yeah, I I mean I I used to I I have I had kind of a charmed life. I'm gonna say as like as a kid I didn't get into much trouble. I, like everything was pretty vanilla, pre- pretty, pretty 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 plain, pretty plain. <laughs> Um, so I really loved, like, when I was old enough to start, like, you know, seeing whatever movies I wanted, I really loved, like, suffering. You know, I loved suffering for two, two and a half, three, three and a half hours. Like, <laughs> Deer Hunter was, like, my favorite fucking movie.
1: I do love Deer yeah. Hunter.
4: <laughs> yeah. Dancer, Dancer in the Dark. I was like, oh, yeah, my favorite movie is Dancer in the Dark. And it's like, well, you know, and that was before I knew movies. about Lars von Trier. But, like... Well, yeah, and I mean, sometimes it still makes sense, but I think a lot of the time, I I'm not gonna inv- I'm not gonna put the time into it. Yeah, I, can, I can't. I don't if want I'm, to. I yeah. I'm an adult. It's I see enough suffering. You reminded me to be also.
1: Good. One of my favorite movies as a child was Platoon. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey I awesome was uh, I was a
4: I was a big fan of uh, In the Name of the Father. Oh, that is a good one,
1: but that is also insane.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. My dad took me to see that, I think, when I was, like, seven. And I was like, (laughs) why why are they squeezing his balls, dad?
1: (laughs) I don't understand why
4: they're mad at him.
1: I specifically remember being a child, and and this was a dad thing also. I don't know why dads do this. Um, (laughs) I I watched Platoon, Born on the Fourth of July, and um, uh, Full Metal Jacket. Like Jesus within a few days, and decided that these were all my favorite movies. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> and so, I was like I, eight.
0: <laughs> yeah. I saw a, a Saving Private Ryan uh, similarly oh yeah see great. we we did do the like saving
1: private ryan black hawk down the like more like main sh- mainstream uh war mm-hmm. dad movies sure. but for some reason he was really into the like oliver stone stanley kubrick like oh, anti-war God. stuff
3: yeah
1: like really like again platoon born on the fourth of july full metal Jacket, all of that um heart uh heart of darkness and shit <laughs> um mm-hmm. Which is crazy because my father's uh, Republican and not anti-war in any capacity. It's weird how that Mm. works, right? Um, But I think it's just because those... You know, Apocalypse
4: Now really romanticized the war war effort in my... (laughs) You
1: know? I, I think it comes down to those movies, like especially the Oliver Stone ones because Oliver Stone was in Vietnam. I think they're just very accurate and so my dad's mm. like, "Yes, this is fucking <laughs> nailing it."
4: <laughs> yeah. Sure. Yeah, um, weird uh, uh, although again, weird choice full metal jacket is a weird choice seeing as, you know, uh, Kubrick was fairly clueless about all that, but I'm assuming he, you know, did did work.
1: Yeah. Um <sighs> god that movie's a masterpiece though i got to show my own boyfriend that movie for the first time and it was amazing i've never gotten to show someone full metal jacket for the first time it was so good and like he thought at first that the whole thing was gonna be like the the um training Uh and i'm like no wait this is a really (laughs) long movie (laughs) yeah hold on we're getting there (laughs) it was such a fun experience uh showing people movies uh that are like absorbed into just like our cultural canon for the first time is so fun
4: (laughs) it's beautiful
1: um the show that i wanted to talk about though since we're in in media mode here have any of you guys seen the amazon original series hunters
2: is that the one with the nazis
1: It is the one with the Nazis. I, I watched the first uh, couple episodes. I don't know why I topped out,
2: but it was good. I liked it. Hell yeah! So yeah.
1: for for everyone who who isn't familiar, uh, Jordan uh, is it Jordan Peele, right? I think so. Yeah, Jordan Peele and uh, and and uh, some other people. I'm bad with names. Sorry. <laughs> Jordan Peele uh, worked on uh, an Amazon series about an alternative history set in the 1970s where um there is a team of jewish nazi hunters going after all of the like operation paperclip uh people who were brought over and it is so fucking good and it has this like very stylized tarantino feel to it um and it was written by grandchildren of Holocaust survivors, which I think is very cool. I've seen a lot mm. of. Uh, I'm not Jewish myself. I have a lot of Jewish friends who have told me that like this show feels Jewish, like in a good way, like <laughs> for us. You know what I mean? Um, nice. And uh, it is an incredible show. Uh, and it just ended um, the second season. It ended up getting canceled. I think like viewership wasn't there. It was oh, not shit. heavily marketed at all. No, it wasn't. no. Um,
4: yeah I, I, I think this first is time the first time. I've, yeah, yeah. I had to stumble insane. upon it yeah. because
1: everybody I know would love it but nobody's even heard of it but when they watch it they're like oh hell yeah this rules <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I mean it's literally like it's fun Nazi killing you get to see a team of Jewish people kill Nazis it's so fun <laughs> yeah, I
0: mean that sounds great
1: yeah and um, so it was the, the reason I thought of it is because it is Tightly written uh, First season, mm-hmm. 10 episodes Perfect season Just beat after beat after beat It hits every time Second season, only 8 episodes Even shorter, beat after beat You're getting through the story and it feels good And it's so well written, it's concise I love it And that is how shit should be written in my opinion We don't need yeah. every, every, seri- every series doesn't need 7 seasons We right, can wrap right. this shit up in 2 just and tell the me pace, a good story. Pacing
0: is is incredibly important, and I think yeah. like sometimes o- overlooked in in uh, in media. You know, where it's like yeah. sometimes the pacing is like sure. if the pacing is nailed, then the the story feels better.
4: Yeah. Even yeah. Even if the
0: story is like not as good as it could be, or or pay, or bad pacing can make a really good story feel shitty. Yeah, yeah. absolutely and
1: what i'll say is i think uh so they knew that the show was being canceled when they were writing season two like they they got picked up and they were told this is your last season make it good (laughs) Mm -hmm. um and you can feel that like they that team knows how to tell a story within a time constraint (laughs) like they uh they unlike game of thrones yeah unlike (laughs) game of thrones and and i'll say i love game of thrones uh the, my biggest regret about not getting to be there when you did the chrisman interview was i wanted to talk to him about game of <laughs> thrones <laughs>
3: um
1: but i love game of thrones but it did suffer from that it suffered from pacing that didn't need to be an eight season show
0: no
1: um but uh i and it doesn't mean that like you don't you shouldn't give the story room to breathe there are uh, a couple episodes even within hunters that are not furthering the current plot but giving a lot of breathing room and and uh connecting you to these characters and giving backstory and it still feels tightly paced and i think that's the sign of good writing um or that's a sign of good writing but i just wanted to shout out uh one of my favorite shows that just ended that i think everyone should watch it's on amazon it's called hunters you're gonna love it if you don't uh, skill issue i don't know figure it out (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, yeah i i think you guys would all love it
0: <laughs> hell yeah well, i'm happy great. i'm happy that we're at an hour now because i had the next talking point was supposed to be about nfts and i just don't give a shit yeah.
1: <laughs> i can't pretend to to care yeah, about yeah, nfts anymore are they
0: are they really still doing that they're still going that's and incredible they're, they're selling they reached almost a billion dollars in sales but anyway that's the last i'm gonna say of it cool <laughs> that's enough of that i know we did a lot of uh scolding and talk uh-huh. about some serious shit uh but you know that's what you get okay that's what you're getting with the the suck here you, you we should lighten this up like,
2: did an elephant give birth like how are the pandas doing like something like <laughs> nice the
0: pandas are great i think we can there all you go. Agree.
4: Oh, yeah, hey,
1: actually, uh, I do have a bit of good news on that. Um, most animals on the current endangered species list are uh, in a state of improvement.
4: Oh wow!
0: There we go. Okay. Uh huh. Okay. All right. That's Beautiful. great. That's really that's a really good note to end on. <laughs>
1: yeah, okay, I, I can't cite that source because I don't have it in front of me, but I promise it's true. I believe I follow, you. I follow I a little you. website that gives me good news uh, <laughs> every day.
0: Kind of
1: nice. Yeah. It just it literally is like, hey, animals are doing good today. Um, <laughs> the climate had a good upswing. Uh, this this person uh, who does charity and it's really good. Like I get those. I get that news in my email, and man, that's nice. <laughs> Okay, it really sets me up point. for a day of uh, Twitter doom. <laughs> 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 but yeah, animals are doing good, and that's the note I'd like to leave on.:
0: <laughs> Okay, animals doing great. Um, thanks again, guys. Uh, our joins suck shame posting on Facebook, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, join our Patreon, if you like what you hear. Well, this is going to be a free episode, but uh, next And be uh,
1: going. shop at Cubabasagarage.com shop uh, in yes. order to fund your favorite girl going to college. Because <laughs> I'm wow. gonna be more broke than usual, baby. <laughs> <laughs> uh twenty percent uh, off with code the suck, all one word.
0: Okay, thanks, guys, and bye. <laughs> <laughs>